This is the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish, founder of Abish Financial Services. We are getting into the summer weeks and months. You've been outside enjoying the beautiful weather, right? You, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Just just ran a 10K, actually, and I'm paying for it a little bit right now. A little sore. I'm a little sore. I uh, <laughs> I was shooting to get uh, in under an hour, and I, and I ran... Um, How you long know, is the 10K? 10K is 6, 6.4, okay. I think, miles. Okay. And I got in just under nine minutes a mile, maybe like eight minutes and 50 seconds a mile or something like that. I and would still be trying so, to finish, so you're better than me. Don't worry. So, you know, I still think I'm 22 and still... <laughs> think I'm like, you know, Forrest Gump. And uh, so I'm paying for that a little bit now. But, uh, you know, you got to stay young, got to stay healthy. And we have a lot of clients that are long distance runners. I mean, we had a client that was running, let's see, I think he got up to somewhere between, this is ultra runners, right? Like somewhere between 50 to 100 miles. This Jeez. is a, this was a guy that was approaching seventy years old, a client of ours. So I mean, you're yeah. you're feeling sore after your ten k. This guy's running yeah. fifteen hundred miles. This is a person you could learn something from. Take the lessons of this ten k. Talk to him. Be like, what can I do better so I'm not sore or cut my time? Give me some tips, runner man. You know, I've got I got my eyes on the on, on the whole triathlete yeah. thing. A wow. lot of, a lot of my friends and mentors are getting into triathlons and everything like that. And a lot of our clients have done that too. So Truly. just a great way. Great way to stay in shape, man. You got to keep the pounds off. But truly, when it comes to something big like that, triathlons, mm-hmm. marathons, mm-hmm. that that there really is a camaraderie effort. There is a yes. community. Yes. There are people seeking advice, sharing yes. advice. There, all of that yes. comes into play. Yeah. And that very much that same element comes into play with the work you do. This whole idea yes. of retirement planning, how much we have to do ourselves, and hoping to find people, a la the folks at Abish Financial Services, a local family-owned business in Ashburn, here to help you if you have questions, of course. Looking for that group effort to help us better understand what we can do for the years ahead. And and there really is some truth and effort into that conversation about what can we learn from our own mistakes and apply them. And if you pay attention, some cases, this is where the advice comes in, what you can learn perhaps from other people's mistakes. Thinking about the conversations you've had There have definitely been retirees or folks that are about to retire or, you know, they wish they had changed things or done some things better that have come to you. And they told you about these lessons learned and wishing that they could have done better to prepare for retirement. What are some of the more common mistakes that you've heard people say in this space? Oh, man, Heather, I can't tell you how many of these I've heard. I I often hear Abe and the team. I wish I met you five to 10 years ago. I'd be so much better off. And, you know, so we can't look backwards. Right. You got to look forwards and plan for the future. But here are some common themes and things that I hear from our clients and prospective clients that they say to us when they're meeting with us, man, I wish I would have created a comprehensive plan long ago, right? I I have more clarity now. I can stand taller now. I, I see where we're going. It's so helpful for the husband and wives to have a plan together. And if you're single, same thing for you to have direction and clarity and focus and a roadmap for you to know where you're going, right? What are the pitfalls you should be preparing for? What are the things you've done really well that you want to continue doing? Mm -hmm. Uh, Simple things, Heather, like not putting all of your eggs in one basket. I'm talking about investments and taxes. So on the investment side, not putting all of your money in the stock basket or the cash basket or the annuity basket or the 
bond basket. You want to have diversification and proper allocation as you're transitioning into full retirement. And you want to be thinking about growth and income, usually not just pure growth. And most people that are coming on board to work with us are having to lower their risk because they're coming to us invested as if they're still 40 and 50 with 80, 90%, 100% in stocks. And they know they've got to lower that allocation in their portfolio. Another big one, Heather, is not taking advantage of contributing the maximum amount to their TSPs and 401ks to include the catch-up provision. Got it. So this year in 2023, if you're 50 years old and older, you can put away $30,000 a year into your company plan. That's $60,000 if you're married. That's a lot of money you can sock away. And so if you're not doing that and your cash flow allows for it, really encourage you to consider doing that. And in general, just becoming more educated. I wish I got this education, man, on my retirement plan a long time ago. So we just had a couple call in, come into the office from Haymarket, Heather. They're in their 60s. They're retiring in about three or four years. $1.5 million saved. And here's another example of why they came in. They came in because they've got 90 to 100% of all their money in stocks, nearly everything in stocks. And they've done well. That served them well, not last year, but you know, over the last five or 10 years. And so they're concerned as they're transitioning into retirement that, is this the right portfolio for me? And they knew they were taking on too much risk and stock exposure in the market. And the other thing they were concerned about, Heather, and the problem that they had is that almost all their money, just like so many people we meet with, was all in the pre-tax bucket, TSP, 401ks, and IRAs between the husband and wife. So here we are with a good savings problem. Like we have a good amount of money saved, three or four more years left of work to max out 401ks and to save more money, but we're taking on too much risk. And if taxes go up and the tax code changes, and then we retire and we have fewer deductions than we did when we were working, could be sitting on a tax issue as well. Those are the two main problems that they were concerned with as they came into our office. So the solution for them was to fix those problems, right? Like a doctor, a doctor is going to diagnose, say, hey, here's what the problems are. Here's how we can help you fix them. You need to start taking this medicine and that medicine. You need to stop eating that much, you know, so much sugar Mm -hmm. and things like that. Well, you need to reduce the stock exposure if you're 65 years old and you've got 95% of your money in stocks. I mean, that would be true for most people, not everybody, Mm -hmm. but for most people because now your paychecks are going to stop and you don't want to be invested as if you're a 40-year-old. In addition, okay, good job with saving all this money, but if all of it's in the pre-tax bucket and taxes go up, we could be sitting on a tax issue and maybe a ticking tax time bomb. What can we do over the next few years to try to lower and mitigate taxes on your retirement dollars, your TSPs and 401ks? Those were the answers to their problems. We put together a plan that addressed bringing down the risk, that addressed lowering taxes. And so if you're listening right now and you sound like this couple in Haymarket and you're in your 60s and you've done a good job of saving, but you're concerned like all of our clients are about all the pitfalls and risks that can mess up a fantastic job of saving over the last 30 to 40 years. Go to retirementkeyradio.com, click on the contact us tab at the top of the page, and we can begin to have these same conversations with you as well. All right, so we were talking about problems, mistakes made, lessons learned. One of the biggest problem areas people would complain about right now, I feel, Abe, is the idea of market risk. And many are saying, have we seen the last of severe stock market slides? Mm. Analyst Eddie Gabor does not think so. And he was telling Fox Business that he's actually expecting the S&P 500 to drop another 25% in the near future. We don't think this market has properly priced in what's happening under the hood economically. Someone has to be right. Either the bond market and credit markets are right or the stock market is right. I'm betting on the credit and bond markets are being correct and predicting what's happening here in the future. 
Gabor did go on to predict that a rebound would occur in the third and fourth quarters. But Abe, in the meantime, what are you telling folks who are afraid of the quote-unquote other shoe dropping? Man, Heather, to answer your first question, have we seen the last of severe stock market slides? Mm -hmm. No. Look, the markets go up and down over your lifetime, and it's healthy and normal for the markets to do this. But... We have to have a plan when the markets go down, right? We just don't want to take it on the chin yeah. and lose 20 to 40%. I mean, 2022, most people are coming off negative 15 to 20% returns where people lost hundreds of thousands of dollars in 2022. And this year, the markets have been up so far. But as Eddie Gabor says, you know, he's expecting a decent drop. I don't know if we're expecting a 25% drop, but we have the same feelings as he does is that we're not out of the woods yet. Mm -hmm. And if we're not, this is why as a firm, we're being more defensive and more conservative right now because our beliefs as a firm is that we're not yet out of the woods. And if we're right, we've got to limit the downside as much as possible. Okay. And is it also not true that we as a group of people, we need to understand that there will be volatile times, recessions, probably several times over in our retirement years? Yes, absolutely, Heather. But with that, always opportunities abound, right? Okay, opportunities yep. always abound. Okay. You can make money on the up or down. I mean, do you not think Warren Buffett makes money when the markets are negative? He made money last year in 2022. So you can make money whether the markets are up or down. You need to be right with the right firm. You need to have the right portfolio and allocation. And you need to know about all the options available to you. We just had a gentleman call in and come into the office from Fredericksburg, Virginia. He's got about a million bucks saved. And as we did an analysis on his entire portfolio, Heather, we gave him a portfolio x-ray. Yeah. We found out that he was 85% in stocks and he's retiring within 12 months. He's won the game financially. So when we did the, the analysis on the entire portfolio and the entire plan, mm -hmm. we found out that with pension, Social Security, military pensions, first pensions, Social Security checks, and things like that, that covers most of the bills and that they would need just a tiny bit from the portfolio to supplement their income. In other words, they won the game. Why take on any extra risk than necessary? I think about safety valves, right? If you've won the game and you're listening right now, you're in your 60s, late 50s, 70s, you've saved enough, you've hit your mark, why then would you take on any extra risk than necessary if you've won the game? Because with rates having gone up, a six-month treasury right now, Heather, is paying over 5%. You can get 4 to 4.5% in a money market. If you don't need to make a lot of money, why take on any extra risk? Right. And so that's what we recommended for this gentleman. He was 85% in stocks, invested as if it was an 8.5 on our scale of 1 to 10, mm -hmm. is to bring that risk down to a number, to an amount that was decent. Because if they live another 30 years, which they could, they were concerned about that money lasting them the rest of their lives. Yeah. We do need to keep up with inflation. We do need to generate income. Let's not get hit with another 20 to negative 40% by taking on too much risk. If you're listening right now and you sound like this gentleman in Fredericksburg and you believe you have enough money saved, you believe you've won the game and you've accumulated enough, but you may be taking on too much risk. If you're 60 and older, if you've saved $750,000 or more for your retirement, we want to offer you the same complimentary portfolio x-ray and analysis. Just go to retirementkeyradio.com, click on the contact us tab at the top of the page, and we can begin to have these same conversations with you as well. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish. To learn more about Abish Financial Services, visit retirementkeyradio.com. And join Abe for his radio show, The Retirement Key, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. on WMAL. 
Investment advisory services offered through Abish Financial Wealth Management, LLC, number 310633, a registered investment advisor firm. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abish Financial Services, Inc., Virginia Insurance License, number 127820. 